Have you ever gotten ice cream from the supermarket and you scoop it out, but it just doesn't have that ice cream parlor taste? Well, guess what? Did you know you can find real, unbelievably creamy ice cream at the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Tillamook ice cream is made with more cream, so you get smooth, dreamy scoops each time. I'm not going to lie. The flavors are delicious. And in family-sized cartons, I love their vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, to me, is the way that you judge anyone's ice cream. And their rich vanilla ice cream made with real crushed vanilla bean seeds is delicious. Or their organ strawberry. Oh, I love it. Sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe organ strawberry pieces. So, so good. Plus, you got to check out their mudside flavor. It's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips. Oh, it's so good. I got to go get some ice cream right now. Plus, you know you're in good hands with Tillamook brand. They make over 200 different dairy products and the brand is farmer owned and led by dairy experts. Boy, oh boy. I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to give you a heads up that we had a little bit of a sound glitch uh, when we recorded this episode. So the volume on my mic might be a little bit different than normal. Uh, We apologize for that, but we didn't realize it until it was already too late. And we didn't want to go back and just ADR my voice and make it sound incredibly weird. Cessnas and sex. Yeah, we saw Deadly Mile High Club. So you know what that means. Now it's time for Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? I am Tall John Shear, and boy, oh boy, we have a great episode for you today. It is like Fatal Attraction in the Sky. Uh, A flight instructor becomes obsessed with her student. She does everything she can to wreck his life, to bring him closer to her. It's sexy. It's crazy. It is one of my favorite movies that we have done in such a long time. I mean, it's got a little bit of money playing in there, too. But to help break it all down, uh, I am employing my two co-hosts, like always. Please welcome Mr. Jason Manzoukas. Wow. I mean, this one is, this was exciting because, you know, this is like, this is what, you know, true love looks like. You know, this is like when you find your person and you know, you gotta, you gotta do everything in your power to make them understand that you are number one, baby. I 
I can't tell you how much I enjoyed this film. This was and I can't, a blast. There is something, it's it's just scratching an itch that I need scratched this, in this time. So I am watching right now. Uh, I don't know what this, I don't know where this aired or what this was. I watched it on Amazon Prime, but yep. I am currently watching uh, as comfort food during quarantine um, old episodes of Magnum P.I., Oh. And what I have discovered, because I'm watching, they air two episodes of Magnum P.I. per day on the Hallmark Mysteries and Movies channel. <laughs> and I think that's Mysteries and Murders, maybe it's called. Anyway, that my point being that they, so it's got commercials. And every time Magnum P.I. goes to commercial, it's to advertise a movie or a TV series just like this that I've never heard of. They'll be like, this weekend, a movie marathon of like Witch House Incorporated. And it'll be like <laughs> all 60 episodes of Witch House Incorporated. And I'm like, what are these shows? It's crazy. This feels like one of those movies. Like, it's yeah. nuts. And I feel like there's one on the who has been begging us to do more of these films and that is my other co-host please welcome miss june diane rayfield how are you june i'm okay how are you paul <laughs> i'm doing fine only uh, okay only uh, okay yes, okay all right good uh you i feel like this movie would be right up your alley no no it definitely was i mean this is such a strange this was such a yes i love we, i love a plane movie um I, this movie went places I wasn't expecting it to go. Yes. Oh, and yeah. I really, I tip my hat to this film. Your pink fedora? Do you tip I, your pink okay. fedora to this I actually, oh, my I'm God. feeling so nervous and I wrote this down. I said, make sure we have enough time because I need to spend no oh, yeah. less the, I than could talk 45 about just minutes wardrobe choices. Fedora. The pink fedora <laughs> is... Well, I looked it up. The pink fedora was number two on the call sheet. Um, I mean, that pink fedora. It's a that character pink in the fedora movie. really brought it, brought it the entire film. You know, you know, those actors, you know, sometimes as an actor, you find that article of clothing or that something <laughs> that really helps you inform oh, your yeah. character. It's you know? like you work outside in. You yes, know, and, and, the and you don't know who you are, and then someone gives you a purse and give or gives you a pink fedora, and it all those touchstones. In. It really yep. all sits settles into place for him. It's a it's an open Henley for her. It's a pink <laughs> fedora. Each of the them way. expressing their characters through wardrobe choices expertly. They need to use the pink fedora because it plays a part in the grand plan of the film uh, a big miscommunication but to get it to play second act they need to push it so hard in the beginning that she's wearing it indoors she, she's wearing it all the time and all not only the that, time she's not only wearing it all the time every single top she wears is also pink she wears a okay, pink okay, hoodie. Jason, Jason. She wears a, okay, wait. She wears a pink hoodie. She wears a different pink hoodie with shoulder cutouts. Wait, with wait, wait, wait. Shoulder cutouts. Hold, please. Pause. You put a sweatshirt pause. on. You put a sweatshirt on because you're cold. You know what you don't want? Bare shoulders. Well, that I mean, we're talking okay. about it. <laughs> we're I mean, getting flash dance. Pink, flash let's dance. get into it. Let's get into it. Go. So here's the thing about the pink fedora. Okay. When I was in, I want to say third grade okay. i took jazz and i had oh, a jazz yeah. uh recital 
where we all wore big oversized satin blazers and they were all different <laughs> fluorescent colors. Okay. And then matching <laughs> fedoras. And I So this had, is like Eliza Minnelli kind of scenario. Exactly. Right? And this is, I yeah. wore a and because I think we're all saying for for the viewers at home, for the listeners at home who have not seen this movie, you're thinking, oh, pink fedora, it's a pink fedora. I, no. We need to really drill down on the color pink. This is yes. not no. a muted, like, dusty this is rose. Neon it's not a blush. Pink. It's not a no, blush. No, 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 no. This, this is, is not a, a millennial pink. This is what we call a hard pink. <laughs> this is a uh, like a party favor hat. It's, this is a party favor hat. It's I looked it up, and it's uh, in the Pantone color scheme, it is hard pink. It is so hard, and there is a black sash <laughs> around it. It's the two That's colors the together. The band could color not is black. It could not be more striking. You can't. So here's the question I have. Okay. So when we first meet our leads, our hero's girlfriend, um, the long suffering <laughs> girlfriend who he's, um, whose relationship with him is not going well. And she wants a, a more stable version of our hero, Jake. When well, we Jake first is a meet dud. Her, okay. Well, Jake Jason, is a we'll get into dud. it. We'll get into Jake. But Jake when is we a straight first dud. Meet her, yeah. Like Paul said, she's wearing that pink fedora at the kitchen table, seated, I think, studying. Yes, she's yeah. studying at the kitchen table like a child. She looks young as well. So it is confusing at first. And I will say, as we're talking about duds, she also is a dud, right? Oh, I mean, of we could, course. yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, although, if I had to spend the rest of my life with one person in this movie, spoiler alert. It's her mother. Oh, <laughs> Nobody expected that. Margaret all day long. <laughs> Margaret the, okay. all Margaret. day, okay. every day. Okay, I need to go back to yes, the hat for a second. Oh, right. yeah. So the hat, when we first meet it, um, <laughs> when we first meet the hat, she's she's doing homework and studying. And then she, about like 30 seconds later, she takes it. In, and it's so shocking as if you were to meet someone like this with a hat on like that yeah. in the inside is so shocking. I thought they were going to say it's my like good luck charm because it's so, uh, so uh, omnipresent. the right word. It's, it's omnipresent. It's, it's omnipresent. She wears it every day and night. Like you needed her to say for her to have crawled into bed with him wearing the pink fedora. Like the it problem with the pink fedora is you cannot own a hot pink, hard pink fedora, <laughs> and and wear it just willy nilly. I mean, you can't wear it with any other outfits but pink outfits. Which it which is exactly what she does. She wears <laughs> pink. What she does. Every every wardrobe she every wardrobe change she has, it's pink. Well, June, let me ask you a question. Do you think that she was potentially studying for a jazz recital? I mean, could that be? Because I feel like then it would make sense. Was she going to school for jazz? No, she was going. Wasn't she going back to school for her medical degree or something? I don't know what she's in school for. Wait, but she's going to medical night school? <laughs> no, I don't think. I don't think it's medical school. She says her professor, but I don't know. Does she ever say what she's studying? Not be? important. Not I don't important. Know. She, the, I mean, fact that, she, the fact that these two women, though, are both like fighting for the love of this absolute dud makes no sense to me. He is so muted. I haven't a muted male character in a film like this. And he's 
I guess he's like beefcake because he's always his shirt is the Henley he's, is allowing his shirt off. He's, he's always he's, shirt off. He's, yeah. he's he's like Canadian Hallmark movie good looking. Yes, of course. Yeah, but, no, he's a great looking guy. But they, but they also, interestingly, um, I guess to make him, I guess perhaps vulnerable. I guess they make him like uh, not successful and almost ambitionless. You know, so that. So that like he's like he's this hunk, but he's like kind of a dud. So like his wife's not interested in him, and then the Tanya, the flight instructor, becomes obsessed with him, and it's suddenly like there's a tug, an invisible tug of war going on for like for I I don't even know for like a like this just like a beefcake zero. I don't know. It's not even that. It's just so strange. Like he, I've never seen someone so lifeless. Like he is neither here nor there yeah. he is not um he is dim he is um just well, we understand there. that he's like that fly, like the, the the movie introduces this idea he's he took a job at his mother-in-law's business you know mm-hmm. uh, uh and he fixtures exactly seems like his high level job is doing inventory which seems to be the job which yeah. is the lowest on the totem pole. Like he doesn't have like a behind the desk job. Clearly they only had one location, which was like a warehouse location yeah. because <laughs> he, he should, like he's in at a certain point, it's established that he takes control of the company. Like you wouldn't go from inventory to running. Like there's not like, unless there's only four people who work there, he is the lowest man in the totem pole. Yeah. And he, what we're meant to believe is that like he discovers his true passion which is flying, which, by the way, in order to become a pilot, yeah. even at the level of small Cessna planes, mm-hmm. never mind the fact that later in the movie, he, a man obviously in his mid-30s, thinks he's going to somehow go to, like, fly F-18s in Top yes. Gun. Well, I like, well, I was like, like, what are you fucking talking you, about? You're not going to go even into still, the Air Force. You're going to fly. You're going to be part of not, the Blue Angels. You're not going to be. That's not your future, bro. But By the regardless. Way, I found he, that to be a little bit sad that he yeah. was, like, finding his passion that, like, it, there was something sad about the realization that he wanted to fly. I don't know. Like, I didn't feel empowered Well, because it was hopeless. It. Because right. it was hopeless. Like, he finds this thing that he becomes, a, like, intri- finally, he finds the thing that interests him. But his behavior doesn't belie any more interest than, yeah, I'll do this. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this seems good. It seems like, honestly, he walked into it because he had a jacket that was like a flight jacket. He saw Top Gun and was like, you know, I like this. He saw it uh, with commercials, just like Jason. Uh, and it was like, you know what? Maybe <laughs> I should do this. Um, let me just brought, walk about because I knew we were in for a treat. When this movie, it opens in a cockpit. There's sort oh, of right. trauma going on. You know, the, the airplane is in uh, disarray and it's the crash. And then we wake up. The woman who was in the cockpit, uh, she's bloody. She's on a table. I was like, she's a little too bloody because it looks like she'd been in the hospital for quite some time, like in a coma. Um, but they immediately tell her uh, that her partner, her co-pilot, uh, did not survive. Like oh, that nurse. She, her first question upon waking up from a coma is, where is he or what is yes. he okay or something like that? And the nurse is like, oh, who? The guy in the plane with you? Oh, no, he's dead. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> they, survive. They callously. I thought she was a doctor, but. I mean, could it have oh, been a doctor? Oh, was it a doctor? Sorry. The, yes, the doctor says he's dead. You know, like the reveal is because they're not, they're like, oh, you're awake? They're surprised. <laughs> Her face is still bleeding, and they're like, oh, he's dead. Tanya, 
I'm Dr. Hammond. You're in Mammoth Hospital. You were in a plane crash. Do you remember? Uh, 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 where, where is he? The man who was in the plane with you? He didn't survive. I'm sorry. He goes, he didn't survive. Beat, beat. Oh, yeah. Like this, this six months later. This it cuts jazzy, to like, six Mentos music pops on with like this guitar solo. I'm like, <laughs> what is going on here? Like, that is such an abrupt change of tone. And they do this multiple times in the movie, that kind of guitar, like, and it's like, and this Jake, we meet Jake. And yeah, we're, that is, that could have happened. I mean, I also felt like, why? Yeah, we just jumped time. I mean, it's so bizarre. It's so the bizarre. juxtaposition of tones. What? Because the movie that cold open is like a harrowing plane crash, right? Yes, a really like intense plane crash. And when Tanya wakes up and is told that her original Jake, because that is the 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 crux that this movie hinges on, apparently, is the that name the name Jake being so similar and that he's both they're both handsome. Like Tanya becomes fixated that this new Jake is uh, somehow the, her old Jake returned to him or something. Even to though her, they're essentially the same age. Let me ask you a question because I'm bad at this. You know, so uh, the original Jake dies and then she meets the new Jake and you see her on her computer at one point, the uh, the flight instructor, and she's looking at pictures of her and her Jake. And then she somehow has a picture of new Jake, even though he just kind of audited this very small <laughs> flight class made up of the, the weird. He made, It's like the night school of flight classes that he shows up I to. Know. I mean, it doesn't seem like you should be able to take flight school as just like continuing education. Yeah. The way that she teaches the flight school, she shows him a manual. And she's like, all right, here are some of the gears you're going to be looking at in the airplane. They're like, wait, <laughs> that's lesson one is gear. Yeah, every single lesson, I don't understand why this is part of it. Include so much of it is to seed things that are going to come sure. like sure. to bear later, like like the the Pelican case that's the first aid kit that has a like one liter bottle of chloroform. I was sorry, I like, missed that. Why do they need that? In why there? that is not in a first aid kit? Simply so that she can use the chloroform later to chloroform Annie. But I was like, you, I was like, oh boy, here's Chekhov's chloroform here because <laughs> yeah. I, I, the idea that it's like this. Here, here, I got to walk you through every item in a first aid kit during flight school. Oh, here's a bottle of chloroform. It's like, why did I pay all this money for this flight school? I'm all I'm doing is getting like weird. Uh, in like, case you need one, here is a wooden box that could be a coffin. That's part of learning to fly. That's what I thought that they were doing with the. Hat. And I know they wanted to like confuse us and say, oh, this is that thing she has. This is her hat. But if the whole thing was like, oh, we need to, we're going to strategically have Tanya hire actors. Oh my God. Hire actors to head over to Annie's house while she's not there, while she's, I guess, at class with the professor who I think maybe she did fuck or we well, don't I know. Think, <laughs> I remember when, um, Remember when Tanya shows him 
uh, pictures that when that she took when she flew over and there was yeah. they were by the pool. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that actually is Annie and the professor. No, no, because no, Annie Jason. says Annie says she hired us again and we had to do oh. something even more steamy. But oh. I will say okay, those pictures then. that she gets from the plane are satellite pictures. Like she would have had to have been circling so low yeah. for so long because it covers, I would say that that scene that she has pictures of covers about a 10 minute period. And she was, must've just been with that Cessna just flying over an apartment complex. <laughs> it well, would have, everyone. Filmmakers, but this is what's so crazy. The, but the filmmakers thought, okay, in order to identify Annie or to have the, this misdirect work, she's going to have to be in, in a hard pink fedora. And not but, just once. With our odd, they, the, the she's gonna have to be assume, in, in a sweatshirt. She's gonna have to be yes. in that fedora in a bikini. She's always gonna have but to. But by in the way, fedora. what a boon! What a boom for the for the flight instructor to have such an easy way to hide her face. Like, I mean, if I was trying to wreck this marriage, it was ten times easier because she wore that fedora all the time. I feel like the filmmakers <laughs> assumed the audience is so stupid, so stupid. so stupid that they are they're clobbering you over the head with stuff like the pink fedora, like the chloroform, like all of these things, like like every moment where somebody's like uh, when when um, uh, new Jake says to Tanya when he's like, oh, you know what? I'm, I have to quit your flight school. He's like emotionless. Yep. He's like, oh, yeah, I got to quit your flight school because I'm going to go take flying lessons from Gonzo. What's his name? Oh, who's going to teach me how to be an F-18 pilot? I'm going to his his open stunt class that's on Saturday. <laughs> By the like, way, his he, open hangar. They have an open yeah. hangar. We're going to have an open hangar this weekend. They, it's <laughs> like a full description that like just lets you understand that, OK, now Tanya can show up and sabotage yeah. the plane. By the way, when Gonzo is talking about Tanya, because they are small plane instructor rivals, crosstown rivals of the uh, of the Cessna flight instructor schools, um, he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, hear about her? Yeah, her and her boyfriend crashed, and she was a drooling mess. Like she, like, like he made fun of her for literally being in a plane accident and recovering. Like she's a just in her own drool. It's like." This is a terrible way to describe someone who is a survivor of an uh, a terrible like, airplane crash. You are can can you not, sir, who also flies small planes, uh, like uh, empathize with what's going on here? Like, well, isn't this so strange? Is the the entire barometer for whether or not you're a good pilot or a pilot instructor? flight instructor in this movie is have you crashed a plane before? Yes. They've all crashed. Like, by the way, no other by the way, way can, to decide. Can we just be honest and say, I, I'm not a pilot, but uh, I do believe, well, sorry, June, I, this time that took you up, we're not kosher. Uh, the, the, Wait, the, you guys aren't kosher? No. I thought, <laughs> we don't keep kosher. You don't keep a kosher home? No, no I, I misunderstood. I'm sorry. Uh, the But, if she crashed in this Cessna like we see in the beginning, she would be dead. I mean, right? Like if if boyfriend was dead or her husband was dead, like I don't know how Listen, you avoid- some people do survive plane crashes. I mean, That's a why small... I always try to book a seat at the back of the plane. We have a better chance of surviving back there. Absolutely. Well, but they're both in the cockpit though, June. Like it wasn't like they were both on a flight. They were both in the cockpit, and it seemed to be that that thing was nose diving into the ground. Oh yeah, and that I mean that crash easily 
killed both of those people. There's no way. Yeah. She's not even, frankly, in the hospital, she's not even intubated. She's yeah. not even like, she seems to just be in like a whiplash collar and nothing else. She looked like she was rear-ended, like leaving a Target parking lot. Not uh, <laughs> not someone who was in a small plane like crash. Like a, a nosedive that ended in the death of her beloved. And when she, oh, because, and she says to him, I'm sorry, you know, she says in that opening, I'm sorry, I thought we could outrun the storm. What are you talking about? There is no outrunning a storm. What? Oh, my God. These wow. are reckless do. pilots. Yeah. I mean, JFK Jr. should never have gone up there that day. All right. He, he, well, he, yeah. facts, he, facts, the, these are the lessons that people are not learning. Yep. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I am in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie-cutter places, and I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's the thing, people. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, but also on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart Plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah, Save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice, plus visit your in-laws, plus venture into the wilderness, plus wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery, perfect for ordering new remote batteries or coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you. And then, you know, it's all your snacks that you have stored in the back of that pantry for movie night. How dare they? Plus, you can actually even save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more because savings is what this whole Walmart Plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus, plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. 
Can we go back to the mom? Because one of the first characters we meet here is the mother of Jake, uh, Jake's wife, um, who to me oh, was a over the top oh, mad TV character. Like I say, like, it's not like she's not an over the top mad TV character, but if she brought that character to mad TV, they would say you're over the top. That's what I mean. Like yeah. she is in a full outfit. Like she looks like she She's dressing for a groundling show. She is. Yeah. She is. She's in the sun, She's in the Sunday Company. Um, <laughs> I'm like, tone yeah. it down, but, please. See, I felt like. See, that's interesting. I had the opposite reaction. Yes, I thought she was enormous, but I was like, finally, somebody's doing something in this Some movie. Life. Other than um, murderous Tanya, who has a lot of. Um, quiet rage going on like when when she abducts jake to palm springs when she literally under false pretenses kidnaps him brings him to palm springs to like be like surprise now we're on a date um under the guise of under the guise of bringing a box of airplane parts to a skydiving school wait hold on so you are now like a trucker. You're now like a like what? A, she's a long haul. Uh, she's a long haul trucker. This uh, in flight instructor is like I have to bring a and box of later, airplane like, parts to a skydiving. And then school. later she says I have to bring this box of uh, fish food and dump it in the ocean. <laughs> Her lying about the fish food <laughs> is my favorite part because life. she she looks like she knows that she's lying. Like she's saying, eh. like she's making the faces that you make when you're on a phone, when no one can see your face. She's like, yeah, eh. well, that's, that's what I mean. The filmmakers don't trust the audience so much that everybody has to telegraph their emotional state uh. and, and their, the, their scene partner in this case, Jake has to not notice it. So it only makes Jake more stupid because Tanya in this instance yeah. is acting so, Super sketchy and oh, weird, and God. he's like, "Oh, that's so interesting." <laughs> can I can I open it? I mean, I didn't think Jake could look any stupider than he started off, but he oh. does. Um, yeah, I mean, and and Jake's turn at the end, and I don't want to spoil too much about the ending right now, but his turn at the end, where we get to see him like really fly a plane, mm-hmm. yeah, is so. Um, it's like I don't like seeing I don't like seeing Jake without life and I don't like seeing Jake with life. I don't like seeing him just sort of um sad. I don't like seeing him happy. Like there's nothing I've never seen an actor and I hate to disparage his acting, but it's like there's nothing coming off of you. No, it's it's a tough role to play and I think that he really did connect to the dead inside character, but he never really became alive <laughs> when the things happened because like he also wow. seems like he seems I so really think- he connected to the dead inside character. He really conveyed um, a lifeless, a just sort soulless, of, soulless yeah. living. When he says to the instructor, this is the saddest moment in the entire movie. It's, I would imagine, class number two because it's the second time he's back at class uh, with, uh, with his fight instructor and he goes, yeah, be honest with me. How am I doing? How are you doing on day two? You're not doing good. You're not going to be okay. a pilot. Like that's like if you had some day two of medical school. Like, will I ever be a surgeon? I haven't. There's no way I could possibly ever tell you because you're so far away from that end. Thing. Here's the thing about Jake. So I do think that the <laughs> script tells a different story of what we ended up getting as an okay. audience. Because at one point, Margaret says to Jake, you know, wipe that ADD grin off your face. And what? they paint a picture of him. Annie paints a picture of him. 
Like Jake's all over the fucking place. Like Jake <laughs> can't hold anything down. Like Jake's Jake is sort of pursuing every whim. And that is not the person we see before no. us. No. He is not a carefree. <laughs> he is, he's not carefree. He is a he appears to me to be sleepwalking through life. Yes. Yes. I wish Jake had an ADD grin. And I don't even know what Jake, that means. Jake, but I wish he Jake, had it. Jake is a um a model for like lands and catalog. Like that's the that's the amount of life that you see out of him. Just like you put a nice pair of khakis on him and a button down, and that's about that's living. No, for listen, no I, a Henley. I, it's always a Henley. A Henley. I, Sorry, yes. Now Jake shaves his chest. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I mean, we don't we don't see, see him do that, but no, but he has yes. a lot of chest. I stubble. I will say that his um his like side muscles were really defined, like uh the, the side muscles, like this, like the whatever, like um. <laughs> what do you mean his side? I I'm, I mean, I'm losing I, the I, name I, of it right now. I know right you're now. very into working out, Paul. So I, I'm, I'm assuming that is the specific muscle you're talking. By about the way, the I literally. Muscle. I am, I am up in that Peloton taking these core classes and they say this word a million times. I'm just, I'm forgetting oh, what it is. Oh, your um, it's, it's abductors? Uh, obliques. obliques. Your obliques. abductors. Yes. No, no. June is right. Abduct- it's your abductors. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say his obliques are very defined. Thank you, Molly, uh, for helping Ooh, me. Ooh, my this. abductors. Ooh, I worked out so hard. My abductors are going crazy. <laughs> they, they're abductors so, a muscle they're so no, the, yeah, no, the abductors are a very I big part. I think part. I pulled. Yeah. No, I think you, I pulled one of my abductors. That's more in your hip. That's more in your hips. And by the way, I did too. That. That's Thank why I had you. a limp for a and long that's time. What I was to say, Paul, I've heard you bitch about an abductor. Yeah, I know all about the abductors. Um, okay, wait, so, so he shaves his chest, and nobody. We're just all okay with that. Oh well, I mean, I think that 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 that's the that's the kind of man that we are used to in a movie the like this. Yeah, for this type of, uh, I think that's the aesthetic for this type of uh, of dream hunky guy is that he is smooth and jacked and chiseled. Well, but he's not smooth. I mean, listen, Jessica Sinclair and I have already talked about it, but you know, we've already <laughs> said we want all the hair or none of the hair. <laughs> he has like stubble hair. Wait, you like, are seeing stubble like on his chest? I didn't notice yes. that. It's, oh, I didn't had, see that. If he, was, if he was smooth like a Ken Barbie, that's fine. Oh, oh I didn't see that stubble. Tons, oh, tons of stubble. It looked oh. painful. When she's she has her head on his chest hmm. um, in that scene, she it looks like it hurts to be there. <laughs> do you think that do you think that the filmmakers, and I love that we are calling them filmmakers because they also call their <laughs> actors the players in the credits. Um, the filmmakers, do you think that they looked at him and said, you know, you don't have enough hair to be a hairy guy like an Alec Baldwin and you don't have, a, you know, you don't have uh, too little hair. We got it. We got it. We got to put you in the shave machine. Like, and they did that before because huh. he, because he is without shirt as much as we a can get the and there's no yeah. and there's not a lot of opportunities for him to be without shirt so they really have to work it in a lot i i will say that their sex scenes or their also their near sex scenes mm-hmm. too including the palm springs scene oh yeah are wild that, like they are cuz i will this is everything we're describing about jake that he is kind of passionless and 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 um a, kind of like a, a dud Tanya, the flight instructor, um, is in almost direct opposition. She is, her face is constantly in motion. She is, like when he rejects her for the first time in this Palm Springs hotel, and she goes into the bathroom and has like what seems to me to be some sort of complete 
like physical and mental breakdown where she's screaming into a towel and writhing around. And then later when he calls her and says, I have to quit the school, I'm going to Gonzo school. And she like falls off of her bed and is like clutching at things. She is like everything is happening to her in an enormous way. And so that yeah. juxtaposition she's doing all was the acting. Yeah. Was amazing like, do you think it's like it's like it's like a like some sort of like meters going across the screen it's like you know you're doing so much acting we got to pull back all the other <laughs> actors pull, you've used yeah, up all of our acting points back. like yeah you've yeah. built your we've built our movie on these she's done it points. all she's ta- honestly she's taken all the emotion she's taking all the gestures she's like, taking all the faces it's like building an nba 2k1 character like i just gotta move back these meters when she and margaret are in a scene together it like Ooh. the film almost like spontaneously combusts <laughs> They were not meant to be in the scene. But by the way, that's the movie I want to see because when she offers Margaret to go flying to Palm Springs, like, I'll save you three hours. Oh, I love it. I'm like, what's going to happen here? And that that whole scene. How about how crazy was it that Margaret basically shows up to her flight school and is like, fuck you. Stay the fuck away from my son-in-law. Yes, he's a piece of shit, but he's married to my beautiful daughter. And then then Tanya's like, do you want to? take a flight with me? And she's like, 100% yes. She's like, but by the way, like she's like, oh, I can save a couple hours. By the way, she's leaving to go to Santa Barbara. It seems in the in the darkness of night. So oh, she's yeah. not going to get there before 11 p.m. easily. So why is she even going there? And then oh no God. thought about how she'd get home uh, if she's going to fly up there. But uh, oh, oh, my, my favorite moment. I laughed so hard. So when Margaret shows up, um, Outside the airplane for that scene at and the she, air show or at the- no 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 at, no when she shows up not at the air show but just to okay. have a private audience yes. with Tanya. after she googles female flight instructor exactly Los Angeles when she shows up there to really put her in her place they they first start having a conversation over the wing and then yeah. Margaret takes a long walk <laughs> to get around, <laughs> around the airplane wing and walk over to her. There's moments like that tonally in this movie. I mean, I don't think the filmmakers were going for comedy there, but I was crying. Oh, laughing. there was, was so, so much funny. that I agree. And there was so many parts of this that I was cackling oh. because oh. It, it, was, it was when Margaret first appeared, when Margaret first appeared in the warehouse wearing that plaid, like Christmas plaid. Yes. Yes. Um, um, Christmas like British plaid blazer. It, that's what I'm saying. It, like this a is tartan. a this is a She's mad like a tartan blazer. A mad yes. TV character like you, Kristen like Wig might as well have showed up in a tam o' shanter. <laughs> Kristen Wig has outfits like this when she was on SNL. Like that's the level that she's bringing to this character. And she like, is, you know who she is. She is essentially Linda Richman in this yes, in the movie. Yes, the Mike Myers yes. character, Linda oh, Richman. Very much so. Coffee, coffee clatch. Yeah. Was it coffee clatch? Yeah. She's that character in a in this movie like it is if you told oh. me mike myers played that part i would believe by the it. way that would have been a great comeback and and he goes over she goes over to her daughter at one point with crumpled up money and goes here's two thousand dollars but it like oh, it God. looks like a fiver that is like folded over here's two thousand dollars she's I dropping two thousand i love hand. how willing i love how willing she is to put jake on full blast <laughs> Anywhere, anytime. She's Always. fully, she will, she shows up to the Gonzo flight instructor performance, uh, the open hangar thing, the stunt performance. She shows up at that place just to yell at Jake. Right. I know exactly what you're doing. What am I doing? You're accusing my daughter of having an affair to cover up the fact that you're having one. 
Who is it? Is it her? Is he sleeping with you? Margaret, stop. I don't like you very much, Jake. You want to know why? Oh, do tell. Because you've got the mental capacity of a donut. But for some reason, my daughter's in love with you. And I'll be damned if I'm going to stand back and watch you ruin her life. And Jake is just watching an air show and she's in his face being like, you're not, I don't like you. You're stupid. My daughter, my daughter's in love in front of like two dozen. And he's like, I'm trying to watch an air show. By, by the way, an impromptu, but an impromptu air show, because Gonzo even says like, I don't normally do this, but let me just jump on my plane right now and do some stunts for you guys after. Yeah. Oh, my favorite part and of the he's movie dressed like he's dressed like a world war two flying ace. Gonzo. With like a scarf and a and a flight jacket. He's dressed like old time. Gonzo is practicing on Cessnas and opened uh, cockpit like bi-wing airplanes. And his claim to fame is he gets the most pilots in commercial airlines. That is simply not the case. No one is going like, I took Gonzo's school and I'm hired by Delta. Also, I couldn't figure out why hit, I mean, seemingly it would appear an enormous part of his business model is to send his employees who appear to be dressed as flight attendants yes. to other schools to poach their students. Like yeah, that's they're like yeah. shot girls. They're, yeah, they're that's yes, they're shot girls. They, yeah, that's part of what they do for him is that's that's there's enough business in trying to poach student pilot by the way I, I still can't understand why they, why he's so angry at tanya drooling so all over us they, because they're they're crosstown rivals um i mean look the town isn't big enough for two cessna airplane instructors the the thing that i thought was so crazy though was when tanya goes to his school and looks at his plane to sabotage it okay talk about showing the audience like we don't trust you they just drape a red wire around an engine. And she's like, hmm, click. And just clips the red wire like a fucking bomb. But to me, I kept on thinking like, that plane is not taking off if you clip the red wire. Like, what What did that wire do? Like, because it's sort of like, is it the brake? The brakes on the airplane? Is that the brake? If he's a good enough <laughs> pilot, mustn't he sense something is you wrong? You couldn't take off without using the brakes. And like, there's so many things oh, to play in an God. airplane. Like, that would, I think that it would show up immediately. I don't know what she cut. Like, and it, and it just seems like, cause he's flying well for a long time. Oh, he's life. doing loop de loops. He's doing, he's doing like genuine, impressive, like stunt pilots. Like the kind of stuff you see at an air show. The best you know? CGI in there where he's like up against the green screen. Like, woohoo. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> he talks to him. He's talks to himself. In the third person, too. He's like, Gonzo, you did it again. He's like, Gonzo, you son of a bitch. You can't be stopped. Like, it's 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 almost as if he's, like, setting up his own dramatic death by being like, huh, I still got it. But, you know? And it crashes. By the way, these airplanes take off and fly, and they basically hover. Every one of these airplanes hovers because he crash lands, dire like, directly in front of the... Uh, of the school, like just like yeah. poof, like <laughs> there's a, every plane is nose diving to the ground with pinpoint accuracy. Oh, it is. It's amazing how like J Jake is basically this this kind of uh, agencyless ball pinball in the just bumping off the bumpers of all of the characters in this movie. All he does 
is ricochet between Annie, Annie's mom, his mother-in-law, and Tanya. Like, boom, ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. But everywhere he is, he's constantly being bounced around. He's, he's always being told what's happening in, in the movie. He's always being informed of the plot of the movie and is like, huh, okay, I, I see, okay, all right. Uh, I heard you're having an affair. I have to leave. And so he does. By the you way, know, he even even when he has sex with uh, with her, uh, with the flight instructor in the airplane on top of essentially his wife in a coffin that he doesn't know uh, or on top of the fish food, whatever he thinks it is at that point, he oh doesn't even God. seem genuinely happy there. Like his sex scenes don't seem happy either. Oh, my God. When he when she goes to give him a, a mid air blowjob, he says Houston, we have a problem. What? That's not the right line. That's what the that's what they said in Apollo thirteen. Like that's like for like real. That's for like an emergency. Houston, we have a problem. Is like, uh oh, something bad is happening. It's not like you don't say, Houston, we have a problem when you're about to get blown. Was right? like we're breaking the cum barrier. I don't know what he would, I would say. say I would say you can't handle the truth. If I'm going to use a movie quote, um, I would say, uh, <laughs> goose. Goose, we're in a flat spin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, oh my gosh, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but even at the end when he regains control of the airplane, he decides he's gonna buzz her. Like he's like, I'll buzz. Like he buzzes just like Top Gun. Oh, he buzzes yeah. a human being with his jet that he's driving. Well, it's like North by North. It's like the scene in North by Northwest. You know, when the crop duster yeah. is coming after Cary Grant in the uh, in the middle of the cornfields. But this is a Gulf Stream. This is a jet. Like you can't. <laughs> he's trying to. <laughs> it was that was. He's also an amateur pilot. He's been doing this for. It takes you Couple years. Weeks. It takes you Couple years weeks and he's to become got a pilot. He's, and he's yeah he's he's maybe three weeks. The movie takes place over what three weeks? I guess. I mean, I'll give maybe a month. Maybe, maybe. Oh my god! But he and his big plan was just knocking her down. Like if I just knock her down for a second, she'll she's, be fine. She's not blown and, and off. So that the police can, I guess, so that the police can pick her up. And the, but the police are already there, and she's in the middle of like the desert. Oh my god! Well, her the, trying to avoid being hit by a plane was. I, again, I laughed so, so, uh, so fucking hard at that, at her running in circles, <laughs> trying to avoid being hit yeah. by a plane. She, she parachuted out of that plane a long time ago, right? And yeah. then the plane is spiraling because they take off autopilot. Um, and then the girlfriend is like unscrewing or the wife is unscrewing. Uh, she's getting Why out. Why would you put... Why would you put the the latch so that the screws are on the inside of the box? I guess I guess she didn't build the box. But, but, so but at the that. same That's time, like she is unscrewing that with a crazy amount of speed. Uh, then that plane would have crashed instantly. But that plane is flying forward, and yet when you see the the distance, they're about fifty feet apart. Like <laughs> like uh, yeah. they they not only the not only fifty feet apart, but they immediately ID where she is the evil yeah. flight instructor to go back and buzz her and call the cops. And I didn't know that pilots can just have an automatic, like if a pilot calls and says, send in the, the cavalry, they'll be there. Yeah. Like there's no explanation oh, yeah. of why. I mean, I, yeah, I had the same thought. Like, why is she being arrested? He's by the way, he's not a pilot, right? No, he wouldn't no. know to do that. Well, I mean, like theoretically, she should be being arrested for of multiple course, murders. <laughs> but just on what grounds at this point? Wait, yes, is it multiple or just one? Just one murder. 
Oh, I guess just one murder. And you the, don't think the, she should be charged for Gonzo's death? Yeah, oh, that's, I right, mean, yes. Gonzo and Margaret, and I mean, at least manslaughter for Jake. Involuntary manslaughter. Well, I guess I mean, look, <laughs> she mean definitely for Jacob. So Jacob Jake won. won. Oh, Jake, yeah. Jake won. I mean, I would also say that probably she would get charged with like kidnapping in the intent to commit a murder with the wife because she did put her in a coffin, chloroform her, and then was going to. I got another charge for her actually. So when she hires those models. When the model's being interviewed later on by Annie and sort of telling her that, you know, she thought the whole setup was shady, it did seem like that model had sex with whoever that yeah. other model was. No, that was like, that was, that's what she said. We had to get a little bit more like spicy. I felt like. Right, because when later on Jake is looking at those pictures, it looks like he's looking at photographs of two people having sex at the pool. Yeah, because yeah, his eyes, yeah, his eyes, def- that's the moment where we see the most life in him when his eyes open up. I would say that moment and the moment where he offers up Doritos to, uh, (laughs) I mean, by the way, that's a good place to work. They have Doritos in the fridge. Like, come on. Like, like, here's how how much the movie, the filmmakers don't trust that the audience is going to get it. When, when Annie goes next door and discovers the ring doorbell, the commercial for ring, the the, The full on commercial for ring. Yeah. So when she goes to the neighbor's house and realizes, oh, this neighbor has one of these video doorbells and it's been recording the whole time. She's like, oh, can I look at that tape? Okay. She immediately finds the footage, right, of the imposter, the actors who have come Mm -hmm. in the pink fedora, in a different pink fedora to impersonate her to make it seem as though. So she, what then happens for Annie is it triggers a series of memories for her, right? And she's looking both at the footage and then she has a memory of Tanya in the cockpit texting the actors. Like they <laughs> they so don't trust that you're going to make the connection that they put in a shot that Annie would have absolutely no knowledge. Now, of. by the way, when she is talking to the models, does the model ever say it was weird. We were hired for a photo shoot, but yet the photos were being taken from a plane. <laughs> <laughs> like fifteen feet, fifteen thousand feet above our head. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing about that is, like, if I'm a model and I've gone in for this casting, and I'm I'm only told like you have to wear this pink fedora, um, and they're gonna shoot you from the plane. Like, I could basically be anyone. I could be a man. I could mm. be. I could be anyone. And then. And then to come back another day to that very shoot. So that model, both of those models come back for another day of work. By the way, they're self-directing themselves too, because, you know, Tanya's up in the plane. There's nobody on the ground saying like, now run into his arms. Do, like there's and so I'm much- assuming they got, they just, it's all one, it's all single take. Well, I mean, it's that all, has it's to be because that plane is yeah. going overhead. You got one shot to make it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, that, that woman it is like timed shit. perfectly. Shit, I was going to put that on my reel. Because, you mean it was part of a murder plot? Because literally, not, not only was it timed perfectly, but if you remember, Jake is in the plane with her, and she's yeah. like, and it doesn't he even say like, oh, I think my house is over there. And she's like, oh, let's go yeah, see he it. Says, oh, this is my neighborhood. My house should be right. Huh? And then he sees. <laughs> and meanwhile, Probably. Tanya, again, because they don't trust you, Tanya is, it's a tight shot of Tanya being like, click, click, click. She holds the phone in front of her face to text. It is so, it's so, there is so little subtlety to this. It's amazing. Tanya, oh my God. But the Ring doorbell commercial, I just want to hit that for one more time because she does look at it 
as if she has this character has like this they treat the ring doorbell like you would treat a transporter room in star trek to someone who's never seen it's like Oh, no, this is a device that can actually uh, tell you who's at your door. It's got a camera. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, it's been here like this. Now, I have a ring doorbell. Uh, I will tell you, it's not recording 200 feet across the street because it would never stop recording. It would just be a nonstop. Well, she even has to say the woman who's the neighbor has to say, my husband is a tech geek and he disabled the motion sensor. So it's just been recording for most of the last month. And why, why, why did would he do, you that? do that? Why, why would he ever do that? And then she's a good luck at sifting through literally thousands of hours of footage. <laughs> she also, she also is like, again, keep in mind, Annie's mother has just died. Her marriage has imploded. By suicide. Oh, and the why was that suicide? Like, that was the not. The neighbor is, I know, right? And the neighbor is like, oh my God, this is just like one of those detective shows. You're having so much fun. I was like, what? You are reading this situation so wrong, neighbor. <laughs> I love that neighbor, though. She was a breath of fresh. I mean, she was so strange and odd as she could be. And I, I, I didn't oh. want to. I didn't want her to. I wanted her to have more screen time. I mean, Annie and Jake are such duds that the fact that I had to watch them for as long as I did was that was the only downside well, for me. I mean, Annie and Jake. Annie and Jake after the funeral, which they couldn't afford a church, so they just show you an exterior of a church and give you a voiceover while <laughs> while the service, <laughs> while the service is, is happening. You don't get to go inside. Then you just see them standing. By the way, there are clear. I mean, maybe I'm well. I believe that they're clearly standing in a one-bedroom apartment, but their exterior is a very big house. Like, oh yeah, like because it's like that's like the apartment on Insecure that they're in, and then you cut out. But they, they, uh, but then when they're fighting after the funeral, like I was like, oh, there's something here. There's something. Maybe like that was the most life I saw out of that that couple. Now, why do you think? Well, two questions. Margaret's body after mm. it has fallen from the sky. <laughs> mm-hmm. It must have been the put the puddle of Margaret. Yeah. yeah, it really must have been. I mean, I don't know what happens to a body when it 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 falls at fifty thousand feet, thirty thousand feet. I mean, I don't know how high assessment, but I think that no, the, uh, yeah, they don't go that be, high. It, it can't go that high, but it, probably I'm going to say like ten thousand, ten or fifteen. Feet sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's okay, that's a, it, and and you imagine the camera that you imagine the camera that you would have to have, by the way, if she's even fifteen thousand feet in the air to get those. <laughs> Those shots. The lens would have to be so. It would be like the camera that you would use on the Goodyear Blimp. Like the Goodyear Blimp. Like okay, for whatever. But that camera, <laughs> that lens, that lens would no, be. No, Paul. Please get into Blimp talk. You said you wanted to talk about. Blimp I've been today. trying so hard to get Earwolf to approve that show. Um, but no, I mean, like, I just again, the lens that you would have to have on that camera to get any sort of anything going on there. Uh, I loved that. I, I again, I will return to it. I loved that Margaret shows up, screams at Tanya, and then they get into a plane and are just like hanging out together, like like they're like 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 they're gonna be buddies. And then Tanya straight up kicks her out of the plane. This is where for me I was like, okay, what's Tanya's? How does Tanya think she's gonna get away with something here? Like this woman clearly has fallen from a great height, so that when then Annie is at home and receives just a cold call from the coroner's office coroner. just to just to basically confirm that your mother is dead. Like it's not it's nope. not call the police is haunting. 
It's not the police calling to say we have terrible news or people yeah. showing up to say, I'm so sorry, please take a seat. No decorum in this like, movie about death. It's just like, hey, hey you're Annie so-and-so, Margaret's your mother. Yeah, so anyway, what do you want to do with her body? She's like totally splatted over here. What do we do? By the way, they, here's my thought. If she fell from that plane, there is no way they identified that body that quickly. Because like what you said. No, by would, the blazer. Yeah. They, were, they identified it by the tartan blazer. <laughs> That's how they found the body, too. It was like, it was like we saw a, a weird blinding light out in a field. Because they said that she like. We saw bagpipes falling from the sky. And it turned out it was a human being. <laughs> she was. They, did they say that she like was, fell in the gutter of a building? Like, they made it. No, to, they said she jumped to her death. Yeah, they thought she committed suicide because she was near a building that people have in the past jumped off of to commit suicide. And by the way, what amazing uh, flight skills Tanya would have to have to get in that exact position if that was her whole plan. Or just dumb luck. You presume it's dumb. That can't be her plan because it's random. Again, she must have kicked her out of the airplane only a minute after they got out of the thing because that planes do fly a great distance quickly. So... We are led to believe that they've been up there for a long time, but it seems like she committed suicide right in town. Yeah, it was that Margaret's death thing. I was like, Tanya is really playing fast and loose here because there's no way people aren't going to be like, well, she clearly fell from the sky. Today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. You know, there are things that we need to get off our chest. Maybe someone in your life. A loved one is driving you crazy, but they don't mean to be driving you crazy. And you want to vent and you want to get it out, but you just don't want to drop it on them because you're not really mad at them. Maybe you're mad at yourself because we all have these things that set off our stressors, right? We keep them bottled up and they start to affect us. And we start to then affect other people because our energy is off. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, you get matched, and then guess what? If you don't like your therapist, you can switch to another licensed therapist at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bonkers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonkers. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do. That's why you should invest in Simply Safe home security today. That's right, for award-winning security and peace of mind wherever you go, Simply Safe wants to be there with you by actually not going there at all, but staying at your house. Listen, Newsweek ranked it the best customer service in home security, plus it gives you whole home protection sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more, plus a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, no contracts, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm going to tell you this, it's worth it for the peace of mind to know that when When I'm on tour, when I'm out there in the UK, I can check in on my house. And with the time difference between LA and Europe, I loved having the 24-7 professional monitoring service in case something happened when I was asleep or or not reachable. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash bonkers. That's simplysafe.com slash bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. I was traveling with my kids, we stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack. And my kids said, mom said we can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me, but I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? 
I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I don't ever like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry. And they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. The fact that Annie and Jake, no red, even Annie, no red flags are raised ever. None of them ever considers, you know, there's a lot of super chaotic, crazy stuff that's happening in our lives right now. Why is this happening? Like, the lines of communication between them are not working. Well, I mean... they Their marriage is flawed. No, and it doesn't oh, get better because them. at the end, you know, the like, everything happens at the end. She gets arrested, and then we cut, I would imagine, months later when... Uh, weeks. It's two, oh, weeks two weeks later, later. they say. Uh, when Jacob... Two weeks later, wow. He's buying an airplane. Wow. He's buying an airplane at the end. And well, my question was, why did Margaret, after all that, leave her inheritance to Jake? Because she probably didn't get a I, chance to change the will. Yeah, or or it went to Annie. I'm not sure. The other thing that Jake's plan is to sell the lighting business mm-hmm. and buy a $15,000 plane. Are you telling me Margaret's entire business is only worth the like that's a that that's a then that business has failed basically if it if they if the liquid assets of lighting incorporated margaret's lighting whatever it's called is fifteen thousand dollars i mean for- listen i had questions about margaret's lighting incorporated because she was going to santa barbara for investors in the business like is she like a marcus Lamon like a marcus lamonis <laughs> i mean like she like is she <laughs> Hey, you know, like Marcus Lemonis. We, need, inv- we needed Marcus Lemonis to get involved in every business depicted in this movie. I think Marcus Lemonis could have helped Tanya's oh, flight school, Gonzo's yes. flight school, Merge them. Margaret's Lighting Incorporated, everything. But, you know, Tanya would not take well to Marcus making all the decisions. Like that, you know, well, you know, he's 100% in charge. We identified him by the belt buckle. <laughs> I love Marcus. I love Marcus. He's uh, the best. And we've love. been trying to get him on the show. Uh he love. wants to do the no. show. We we should do it now in quarantine for sure. Uh we got it. We get, we should do an episode. We should do a movie that's about a failing business. Uh, I would love it. I would love it. Um wait, so yes, yeah, so she's going to meet investors late night. The, and I also had an issue with Santa why doesn't Barbara inve- what are they investing in though? She, you know she's, like, she's a family business, but she says here's the one thing I did like about the movie that it did flip that narrative of like the father leaving a business mm. to the son on its head. Where she I don't know what happened to Annie's dad, but at one point she says she built the business with her her husband and is now looking for the heir and looking to, you know, keep her legacy going. That was interesting to me. Like, there's some choices the movie makes where I'm like, oh, wow, this is what? not anything I've seen before. What was interesting to me, too, was <laughs> all of the all of the female characters have 
real engines, real things right. driving them, right? Um, but it wouldn't pass but, the Bechdel test. <laughs> yes, they wouldn't pass the Bechdel <laughs> test. That's true. Um, but they are all like, like the idea that Margaret is like Margaret has inherited Jake, her son-in-law, as the person that she, but she openly is disdainful of him and dismissive of his intelligence, his every, everything. She hates him. And so what I couldn't. But his wife hates him too. His wife literally says like, how can you be a pilot? You have to be good at math and like, and and physics. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. She has no. You guys, honestly, would you, if Paul, no offense, Mm -hmm. but if you said to me today, I want to fly a plane, Mm -hmm. I would, and I'm going to walk into this conversation as delicately as possible, mm-hmm. but I would say that's absolutely reckless. And I don't trust you up there with your own life. And I don't trust you up there with the lives of others in that plane and innocent lives on the ground. All right. I, I think flying, I mean this honestly, I think flying, the act of flying, defying gravity is not for amateurs didn't it's we have this conversation jason like you and i we did on a different show okay yeah it's not a hobby to fly a i don't want to be a part-time pilot Harrison Ford that it's not oh, a hobby you. you know what when my friend because we have friends who have yes. planes and i've been invited up and my my stance is listen you are too funny you're too good as a comedian yep. you're too good you're too good at something Pick you your are lane you are good enough at this that you can't also be a good enough pilot so that must mean i'm only i'm not interested in flying with a hobby. Yeah, I don't want to see that's my my internist death. show up at an improv show because he really cares about his improv group. Like, I want you to be dead down the middle. I am a I I operate on people or I do improv comedy at night. Like, don't don't yes. go don't no. I don't want your other. I don't want your yeah, passion to be anything else. I want you to be like I don't. You know, I don't want my doctor to be like a pretty good jazz guitarist. Yep. Nope. You know, I, I don't I don't want to come to your show, man. We, we I want you to be had this conversation before. Yeah, I think we have talked about Leonardo da Vinci was an amazing artist and also a doctor. Wait. Oh, sure. OK, sure. All right. Well, that but that was in a time when you could you could That's do that when, when what it he was a, what it was to be a doctor yeah. was to know someone's was to know someone's to know, uh, like humors. where the heart. Yeah. Was. Get some leeches and just make them bleed out. Stop. Yeah, like was to be like. I think there's a spirit in his leg. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that, like that. Back then, it was fine to be a. Couple he was not of a. Things. He was not a brain. Surgeon. Yeah, no, no. The, the, yeah, I would like to see a record. And, of, but no, no shade to Leonardo da Vinci. I mean, truly, like a, a an unparalleled genius well, in his, like a singular one yes. of the like a unique individual. Well, the question you know? then becomes: What do we think of John Travolta? Is he a better pilot or a better actor? I mean, like, I'm going to be honest. If if I was sitting on a plane and they were like, hey, everybody, great news. John Travolta is going to join us as a guest pilot. I would be like, ding, I'm ready to get off the plane. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. I feel I like want it. Harrison Ford as a death wish. I mean, he has crashed those planes a number of times now. I guess maybe that maybe that's the reason why she survived. I mean, she's got Harrison Ford body. I mean, Her- I think actors who are who want to be pilots want the captive audience <laughs> <laughs> i think that's i think it speaks to their desire 
to be like still the focus of some group of people's attention and that they are the heroes of the day. Like like to, to when John Travolta is like, I can fly a 727 full of people. I'm like, you shouldn't. Yeah. This, yeah, is, you should. this, home. Is, this is irresponsible. Yeah, don't buy well, a something jet. Something happens though. Yeah. I mean, something happens with celebrity where because so many people know them, because they feel like they have this, um, position in the world that people feel like they can do anything. It's really very strange, meaning like run for president. Look, they can yeah. do anything. What if I said to you, like, guys, I'm I just enrolled in medical school. Like, I'm still going to do all my acting stuff, but I'm doing my hours and I'm going to be able to well, in a couple of years. Kim Kardashian, like, right? She's going to school to be a lawyer. Well, but by the okay, way, here's that, the thing. That, that, I'm, that I can kind of, I don't know. I can get behind that 100%. And I have an interest in going to law school. So I'm just going to say that Okay, right Jerry now. O'Connell, I, Jerry O'Connell, right after we finished Piranha, went to law school. Well, Did there are really? certain things yeah. like law school, med school, like the system will decide whether you're ready to practice right. or not. I guess, yeah, maybe and, I guess so. Yeah. With, with flying, there are a certain amount of hours you have to log before you get up there, and there is a system in place. However, there is, after you get those hours, you can go up recreationally willy-nilly. If you're oh, a yeah. doctor... Um, you know, you can't like, you can't be like, Hey, I did my hours. I'm ready to do, I'm ready to pull out some appendix. And by the way, if you become a lawyer, you're not going to kill everybody and yourself by, uh, trying a case or, or dealing with a con. That's not true. I mean, it depends on if it's a death penalty. Wow. Well, you think, you think that like people are going to go right to death penalty cases? I guess maybe you're right. I think Kim Kardashian could be trying death penalty cases within the next few years. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> all right. Well, now now you've laid down the gauntlet. Like, all right. Well, then then I hope that she and maybe this is the step in the right direction. The Kardashians well, are over. The Kardashians been working to get people off of death row. Off of death row, sure. but not. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Now that the Kardashians is wrapping up. All right. Maybe I'm that is quite upset the next. R.I.P. Maybe that's the next show. You know, the next show is like Kim Kardashian. It's a law show where she is, you know, uh, a lawyer. And, I, you know, I would watch that. was that. like that when they did that amazing Law & Order uh, reality show. It was like the real Law & Order. It was a, oh, I didn't oh, see it. it I, was I didn't know about great. this. It was a Dick Wolf produced show where they followed. It was just the real version of the show. Like a docu-series yep. about that. Oh, it was wow. really good. Huh. Uh, but I guess not too good because it didn't last. Um, but anyway, we've talked about this. So I guess we can all say that actor pilots are worse than actor musicians. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, but, uh, um, here's the question. Would you rather take a two and a half hour flight that John Travolta is piloting or watch a two and a half hour, 30 seconds from Mars concert? Oh God, that's such a tough one. Well, look, I mean, John Travolta has put question. in a lot of hours and I feel like he- both are both are potentially fatal. I mean, John Travolta hasn't had, I don't think he's had any crashes or accidents. Harrison Ford has crashed, I think, two planes. Oh, oh more. Two planes in the last five yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, he's I, always that's crashing. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, when do they no, revoke I, your license? Well, that's the other thing that seems weird. Like, why hasn't his license been revoked? I don't know. I th- and, and I believe both of them were caused by his earring. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, so to, to Deadly Mile High Club, do we ever get to see his friend Tom's house? 
Or, I mean, meet his friend Tom? No, but we... We uh, never meet Tom, but we, do, we are in his house. with his spare room. When, when I... I just, I just Googled Harrison Ford, and they don't even give you a number. They just say, Harrison Ford has been involved in a series of crashes and near crashes while flying aircraft. I like it's a series, like it's like like episodes of a TV show. Yeah, like, 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 in tw- ooh, I'm going to binge all of Harrison Ford's crashes. In 2015, he landed a World War II airplane on a golf course after the engine yeah. failed. In 1999, during a flight lesson, uh, he crash-landed a helicopter. In 2000, his six-seater Beechcraft Bonanza scraped the one- runway during an emergency landing. Um, and But they say he's an excellent, an excellent pilot. Wow. Well, the numbers would tell a different story. <laughs> I, yeah, that is that I would and 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 I listen and I love Harrison Ford. Me too. But if Harrison Ford said, "Hey, hey, Jason, I want you to come up. And I'd love to fly you to Catalina or whatever," I would be like, "Bro, no way. Uh, I will. I'll I'll take the ferry and I will meet you there." I mean, if listen, you make it. I won't get in a prop plane. I remember when I well, had to go June, to remember, What about the prop plane that we had to get to to get to the Bride Wars premiere? Oh yeah. They looked at I our was bodies. Very upset about. They that. looked at our bodies. And put us in seats based on what they thought we weighed. They, they, it was, sure. it was one of the most nerve wracking things. Yeah. You did not want to do it. We were like carrying, lu- like luggage needed to be weighed. Everyone needed to be weighed. Everyone was put in these different positions. We flew into a storm where there was no divider between the seats and the pilot. It was one of the most nerve wracking flights I've ever had. That was very bad, Paul. That was very bad and we should not have done that. No, I, I mean like those little planes <laughs> are not, not to it be It was worth fucked. it for me to go back and get that $150 haircut. I'll never <laughs> do it again. I'll never do it again. <laughs> Wait, how about the fact that an engine? How about the fact me. that um when when it has an um engine. when Annie well, finally it's a jet. It, you never fly without a jet engine, is what you're saying. I'm sorry. I will never fly yeah. without a jet. You don't want an engine. You don't want an engine that you have to physically like, like, That's like, like start motored with... by oars. Yeah, oars, sky oars. Do you think June is June? June lives. June was in a a Hanna Barbera cartoon for the first part of her life. <laughs> she was June was in wacky races uh, aircraft. Oh well, we gotta we gotta keep keep working. He oh he oh, oh dastardly work those sky oars, <laughs> dastardly and mumbling. Yeah, my- um, anyway, <laughs> uh, my, uh, I was gonna say when when um, Tanya clobbers uh, Jake with the fire extinguisher and jumps out of the plane with her parachute on. Which, by the way, she is not wearing a parachute. She's just wearing a backpack. She puts on what looks to me like a mission workshop backpack, yep. which is hilarious, backpack, and jumps though. out the plane. But Annie then unscrews herself, gets out of the coffin, and Annie starts flying the plane. Well, she just grabs well, onto not it. Well. Not well. She grabs and she's she's it, not well, but still, she also does it. The movie posits that flying is doable. Even if you haven't even barely, even if you've never I mean, flown. Listen, Jason, if I was thrown Uh-oh. in there. Here we go. I, here we go. I, I think I could get something done. June. 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 You June. think you could get yes. something done? What, how, what do you think you could get done realistically? I think that I would know. I mean, Annie's okay. trouble was she didn't even know how to work that. No, um, the, the first thing that you would do, June, is you would get. <laughs> pilot's wait, gear thing. You would get let's that let cockpit. Let June explain what All she right, I want to hear what she's going to do. But I would say the first thing that you would do, June, is you would get into that cockpit and you would spend 
seven to 10 minutes figuring out the seat to your liking. That would be <laughs> the majority, like we have been into a mountain by the time you've finally got it right adjusted. <laughs> you need. Annie doesn't even do the movie trope of like putting on the headphones, reaching the tower and being like, can you talk me through this? She doesn't even do that. It She's just like starts. Seem like there is a lot of communication between the pilots and the tower in this movie. Like that's there, not. There should be. Never talk to air traffic control. What What so, would you do in there? I want to hear what you. Would well, do. the first thing I would do is I would look for the autopilot button. Great. It usually yeah. says autopilot on it. But by the way, I is press, that is I that press good? that immediately to buy myself a little time? Then I think you're absolutely right. That is. Wait, but does that work the like only that? Move. Does it work like that? There's a, a bu- in the in the in movie, this movie. It does. It did. Okay. In the movie, yes, it did because Tanya both turns the autopilot on and off, and there is if you weren't smart enough again to notice that's what she was doing. They have an audio cue that says autopilot on, <laughs> autopilot oh off. Oh my god! Just in case you're that fucking dumb. This really is getting to me. This movie, I love it so when, when much. Annie's, when Annie's in the box. <laughs> her coffin. When Annie's she in the box. She brought a coffin to her house. She knew. And Jake is and Jake is holding the box with the plane door open, <sighs> saying, should I throw it out? And Tanya's like, throw it out. Get rid of it. Just toss it. She's so casual about it. And he goes, hey. Is this box biodegradable? <laughs> you know how I feel about litter. I was like, when has that been? This is the one thing you've never established. That was my favorite you've never part. Established. You know how I feel about litter. And why would he, why would she know? Why would that come up? Like, and why would you say litter? Like that wouldn't be a thing. Like, you but could, that's, you could be like, that's the substance of their conversations. That means at one point, maybe post coital, he was like, you know what I hate? Litter. You know what it makes me absolutely nuts is littering. Like that's one of his passions. That's that's one of the things that really gets his go. Not like I care about the environment. I just hate litter. And by the way, he's asking way too many questions about this. I mean, wood box that is so suspect. Like it makes. By the way, if he's if you're that concerned, if it's biodegradable, guy, it's wood. Yes. Well, the, the question answer, that she never, yes. yeah, it is. But the question that she never answers and he never asks is how does this box of marine life food mm-hmm. that is locked with a open? padlock? Yes. yes it it's open? locked with a padlock. How do they get I think it? the idea was that it would hit the ground so hard that it would break open and the pellets would just fly out. It's, it's hitting the water. But then why not just actually just throw it out without a lid on it? Well, I mean, that's what he was trying to do. But she was like, no, no, no. Because look, her pl- she made up a bad lie on the he spot. Just wanted, but this is so, so strange. He just wanted to see the food. <laughs> he, he see, I, well, yes. June, June is on <laughs> yes, to something right, right here. Because he, even in the cockpit, the minute he heard that the food was <laughs> little GPS it. trackers, he was, oh, so it piqued his interest. Oh, they're eating little mini wazes. They're eating little... <laughs> The most interested in anything he was in this movie was to see that fish food. He wanted to get his peepers. Came alive. There was a sparkle. That was his like actor's secret. Was like I really wish I'd been a marine biologist, and that's the thing I care about the most. (sighs) But by the way, he, uh, this couple. I mean, she is flying so low over the ocean, like outside the window. They are. Seven feet, yeah, seven feet at the most above the water. Like, she's doing some dangerous, dangerous flying, and that's on a jet. She's flying at seven feet above the water on a jet. Yeah. And and 
And then she like switches and he's her story that they're out for by sharks. The open door. Yeah. He's hanging out by the open door like nothing is going on. He would be pulled out easily. We're having they're having a full-on conversation without even raising their voice. She's in the Which cockpit. Would be literally impossible. She's in the cockpit wearing headphones. June and I are in the same house right now, and I guarantee you she wouldn't hear me if I called her down the hallway. Let's let's try it. June. Well, I mean, this is hard. Yeah, I couldn't hear you. I mean, I, I can yeah, hear you, of course, through the headphones, but I couldn't oh, hear you. You know what? We have just, pre- this makes as much sense as the movie. <laughs> this reenactment, <laughs> like this reenactment, if you wrote it up, they would be like, yeah, we'll shoot that. That makes sense. Oh, my God. This, uh, I mean, there. It felt like we were honestly in the movie. <laughs> the fact that, so, so. So 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 when she jumps out, she parachutes down. Then, as we described, they have the North by Northwest where they buzz her mm-hmm. and knock her unconscious and the police get her. And then we cut to two weeks later where he's buying the Cessna with, I'm assuming, Margaret's Lighting Incorporated's money, $15,000. He, he appears to be counting it out into like one, one thousand, two, one thousand. So like, There's it's, so it's, much it's, cash exchange, like large amounts. The, no banks. No banks or cell phones in this movie for the most part. I think cell phones yes. are used like once. The guy whose story I care about the most in the whole movie oh. is this man who's selling his grandfather's plane. No, you know who I think that was? Who? I think that was Jake One's son. Oh. And he had to Whoa. use all that money for the funeral and cost that he ensued? No, I thought that that's where they were going. They, I think that they were trying to show you something. Like, the, I don't like. I thought like at the I end, think like Jake one is too young. I think at the end, what I was hoping for was that guy was going to oh, walk wow. away when Jake, when Jake makes the big, the big moment. The like when you're like, oh my, like you think that Jake is going to be like, you know what? I don't want to fly anymore. Keep the plane and the fifteen thousand. We're out of here, honey. And they go, but he's like, hey, I'll let you fly it whenever you want. And I thought that that guy was going to turn to camera and his eyes were going to like light up. And he's like, now I'm Tanya. Like now he's going to haunt their life or something like that. I thought like that was like oh, passing the torch I mean, to I another. I think that that's what happened a little bit, that that he was going to get on another Deadly Mile High Club type plane. I mean, I would love that if the next movie is that guy becomes obsessed with Jake. Or, oh, my gosh. And then Jake <laughs> and and and. and and Annie's like, is this for real happening again? I've always wanted to explore my sexuality and I never got a chance to do it. Just let me do it. And she's like, yeah. it's so hard though. You have to put it in different things and do different things. He's like, he's like, Jake, I want to take the plane out this weekend to remember my grandfather, Jake. Wait, did he say his grandfather or his father? He said he learned how to fly from his father who learned from his And that father. plane so had two, been in their family. Been in, That's a home. Yeah, that so plane I is a home. Generations. His father is Jake one. Jake one looks. I think too, Jake one was too young. Yeah, it didn't seem like Jake. I, I love. Yeah, I think that Jake one didn't seem married. Well, or previously you married. You can have children out of wedlock, oh, Paul. Good call. Jake good one call. and Thank Tanya. I, I don't know. I think Jake. Like, I mean, he wasn't father material. In, is what I'm saying. I think that guy seems to be in his like twenties, and Jake one is it like thirty five? You know. Yeah, that that Jake two. I mean, it was a weird. By the way, if you're writing this movie and that's your postscript. You're like, okay, why? Well, why am I introducing this whole other element That's what here? I'm saying. Why else? And and then I, I think I like the idea that uh, it introduces perhaps the antagonist of the sequel. Well, I mean, I'm all for a sequel, but here's the thing that I thought was so odd. We talked about it earlier that their relationship is flawed. They wait about two weeks for him to go. Oh, yes, and by yes. the way, um, just want to tell yeah, you right there's now, there's something I got to tell. Yeah, you. I slept with her. Like, uh, <laughs> okay, and then like what? That wasn't like 
That wasn't in the fir- that wasn't in the first po- like the, uh, the post mortem. I understood uh, waiting a, a few weeks. What, what? June? Oh. This woman was in a cult. They've that. just been through. They've just been through. This woman killed her mother. That's the best way to get out of her, it. Put her in a coffin. Tried to get her out of it. He could have. But he that's could've... my point. There's so much that Annie has to process. Like just give her a second to recover. Come down from a chloroform. But Jake come down from being locked in a box and having Jake. But fuck Jake Tanya above her. But like that was lot, crazy. There's a lot that's gone on here. I don't think he was and mentioning that one. Like, I think he was going to just I don't keep think that. She, he said the no, specific. He said Santa Barbara. He said Santa yeah. Barbara. I feel but like, like, yeah. I just feel like he was out of respect for her, giving her a second to wrap her mind around a few things. But she and didn't. And then let her know, like, hey, what well, we, we weren't together. <laughs> but by the way, she also needs to reveal to him, by the, I found out. That it was another woman who was a model, and that's what you must have seen because he doesn't ever get that information. Yes, that she must have explained because she has the oh, yeah, she true. understands the frame, right? Right. She so in the in in the after the plane, uh, you know, once they land the Gulf Stream. She must explain to him, like, I found on the ring doorbell this video of this. Tanya framed me that I never cheated on you. Wouldn't he in that point be like, oh, my oh God. Boy. No, he could be like, oh, Uh-oh. my God. She showed me this footage that you cheated on me. So in an attempt to kind of get back at you, I slept with her. Boom. Done. Yeah. You don't like sit on that. You don't sit on that for later. That's the moment you, you reveal it. You don't sit it. on that after you've sold her dead mother's business and bought your own. Plane. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, and then she does this very interesting reveal at the end. I mean, amazing. Well, that's what, okay. So I think what he might've been trying to do was just sort of like take the energy out of the moment to not make it a huge, <laughs> like just take some of the, just throw it away, it. throw it away, just throw, like, it away. Just throw it away because to, to put too much weight on it, to sit her down and say like, listen, this, this is what happened here. Let's go through the course of events makes it seem like this was a big deal to him. And I don't think it was. And he was just sort of saying, like, oh, by the by, like that happened. But to me, to me, it seemed like the fact that he waited this long for that to to put that piece of the puzzle in place seems like I my my reaction, if I'm Annie in that instance, would be like, how did you leave that out of everything we experienced two weeks ago? How did you not? Like, how have you not given me how like what I would say, what else haven't you told me? Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what else are you still hiding, Jake? You you dull moron. But by the way, he seems to be most intrigued by her when she's like, I fucked my professor or did she? We don't know. Yeah. I mean, and do we think that she did? I think she did. Well, am I, I told you my thought was I thought perhaps that poolside scene oh, was right. actually her. Right, right, uh, right. So I, I believe her uh, because, yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. Annie is a, a lot of things in this movie. None of them is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> um, Annie tells the truth. She's like Margaret. She's a straight shooter. Well, look, she is. She's, she's her, her mother's, mother's daughter. daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Is this box biodegradable? You know how I feel about litter. I mean, it's amazing. Well, look, uh, we clearly have an opinion about this movie that it's awesome. And people agree with us. So it is now time for second opinions. The movie was a piece of shit. Yet this person recommends it. Tell me what is the message? Maybe that art is a 
opinion. I'll be honest with you. Uh, Nate Kylie said there is not many at all, and he's very right. Um, there are uh, really only two reviews uh, up. Uh, so we have to go to IMDb. So these are 10 star reviews from IMDb. Nice. Um, and then, uh, all right, so this is kind of, uh, I believe these people are people that uh, people in the Lifetime world know because this one is like a fast-paced Lifetime movie. Watching Diane Robin and Allison McAtee on screen together was a delight. Ten stars. And then the people go on and say, this is a funny, lighthearted movie with a suspenseful edge to it. And it says this, like, the outstanding performance in this movie is Diane Robin. She stole the show. Allison McAtee also has a great range of emotions. Two women made the movie. 10 stars. And then uh, it really gets into, this is a movie that is, is uh, capturing people's imaginations here. Um, this one right here, uh, Deadly Mile High Club was everything I want in a Lifetime movie. This cast had one dreamy actress after another that was balanced out by a constantly shirtless Mark Herman. The cast also delivers the goods <laughs> acting wise. They all give strong performances, especially Diane Robin. Robin is terrific in this movie there are thrills including cheap ones galore in this film sometimes a lifetime movie feels rushed towards the end this one didn't the story develops in a very satisfying way the story is very different and very well told deadly mile high club is a top notch movie lifetime or not nine stars <laughs> the best lifetime oh. movie of 2020 so far is the title so this one didn't go full on with the 10 stars that's a nine star review but pretty full but very positive and i'm gonna be controversial here and say i don't disagree i loved it like i don't disagree because i and i agree with the sentiment behind both of these reviews which is these especially um the the woman playing tanya is that um McAtee? is that the woman that plays tanya uh yes it is Thank you. Uh, I thought she was terrific. You know, like she really like because there's so little life to what's going on. Oftentimes it's so much exposition is being spoken so much. It's such like it's so it takes so long for actual things to happen. She's doing a lot. She's carrying a lot of the momentum simply based on her chaotic performance. Well, I'm going to tell so you. I really I'm going to tell you. I enjoyed that. She is somebody I'm going to keep my eye on because she's currently shooting a movie. I don't know what it's going to be about, but it's called Mommune, which it seems like a mom commune. Um, oh. And so I would like to see Mommune. No, uh, I'm interested. She is one to watch. Yes, she is um, one to watch. Yeah. And I, I really enjoyed her performance. She was oh, also she was also in a movie called, and maybe we need to do this one, Deadly Daughter Switch. That was back to back. She was in Deadly Mile High Club and Deadly Daughter Switch. I want to watch that right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Deadly Daughter Switch. It says, when Brooke discovers her daughter Haley isn't actually her biological daughter, their family is thrown into crisis as they realize Haley was switched at birth with Brooke's biological daughter, Brianne. Whoa. Wow. All right, so huge. I want to watch. I want every. Uh, but this remind this movie reminded me of, and I'm not going to remember the name of it. But we did it, and it was a Catherine Heigl movie. Oh, with and Gerard Catherine Butler. Heig no, mm -mm, no, it wasn't Catherine Heigl in one of these. Like she was trying to ruin someone's <gasps> oh, life. Oh yes, the one oh, with yeah, yes. Unbreakable, Unforgettable. Yes, yeah, that one. Something yes, where it was like where she was going after her husband. She was great. Yes, Whitney Cummings yes. was in it. This so. 
this reminded me of that in a way. In a, in, and now that I, I've just found out you're just saying that it's a um, Lifetime movie. I didn't know this was a Lifetime movie because I watched it on Amazon. Yeah, me too. I just thought it was, I didn't realize it was. So I kept watching it being like, ooh, I'm really enjoying this. But it is, there, there was a part of me that was like, I kind of want Catherine Heigl to parachute into this oh. movie because <laughs> like her version of this would be incredible. I would love it. Uh, so I guess we're all saying across the board, I mean, we would recommend this is worth the oh, rental definitely. fee. I mean, the two ninety nine rental is, fee. This is you gotta worth it. you gotta watch it for the fedoras alone. If you're a fan <laughs> of hard pink, you gotta. By watch the way, this movie. can I just say, if you're looking for a Halloween costume, Halloween is coming up. This is the the family of costumes that you should have. You should go out with three friends. One should play uh, the guy, and two should play the girl, and then you can bring in the mom there too. These are costumes that are built for Halloween. I. I want to see people dressing up as Deadly Mile High Club for Halloween. I love this idea, as a matter of fact. Get yourself a Henley, yeah. get yourself a tartan blazer, get yourself, uh, you know, uh, a pink hat, and you are ready to go. Oh, my God. They, and yeah, a backpack. I, 100%. Get, yourself, get yourself a hard pink hat and then also get yourself, like, a light pink sweatshirt. By the yes. way, I want to dress up as the model with the hard pink hat. So people are like, oh, are you playing Annie? No, I'm yes. playing the model who was hired. Like get together with yeah. a group of friends. Get together with a group of friends so that there can be a Margaret, there can be a Tanya. There can be, there can be a Gonzo, a Gonzo. A Gonzo. The stewardess is so many great roles. Um, this has been uh, so fun talking about this movie with you. I was so giddy. Houston, we have a problem. Oh, I was so giddy last night when I was watching this because it was the palate <laughs> cleanser that I needed. Uh, it's a movie that I kind of love to do on the show. And uh, with that, I will just say, uh, what are our plugs? What are you going to talk about? Anything? Anything coming to top of mind? Oh, man. Just, just no, you know, November is upon us. I just encourage everybody to make sure that they are registered to vote. Make sure that they... Um, have requested their ballot in the mail, depending on where they live, if they want to either drop it off or mail it in and also check in on your, um, your friends and neighbors and parents and, uh, send a quick text to them too, to make sure that they are registered to vote and have everything they need to get that ballot in the mail. Yeah. May motivate your extended uh, circle of people get, get kick people's ass. And if you want to be even more, uh, of a, a voting superstar, uh, while you are concerned about the national election, look around what's going on locally. Look at the judges are there. Look at the uh, the bills that are being passed. Understand what the bills are because sometimes they're uh, worded in a way to confuse you because local, uh, you can really affect a lot of local change too. So I, I think that that's so important to make sure you register to vote. And a lot of a lot of flight instruct instructors and FAA workers are elected yes, positions. So you know, gotta know. know who you are electing to teach us, to teach our actors how to fly. And, uh, and just uh, one more thing I'll say uh, Rob Hubel and I have been doing these shows raising money for charity. Jason was on the one that we just last did on Twitch. You can check out some of the clips from that on my Twitch page and we're still raising money there. We've been raising money for the Red Cross. We're going to be raising money for when we all vote. So uh, come check out these free shows that we're doing on Twitch. You don't have to be a Twitch member. You can watch it just like you're watching YouTube or anything else. Uh, and uh, that's happening uh, on Twitch. So check it out. Um, people this has been so much fun chatting with you. A big thank Holy you cow. to our engineer, Devin, so our producer, good. Cody, our producer, Avril, who are picking this amazing uh, film. Of course, Molly Reynolds, uh, July Diaz, 
and uh, Nate Kylie for doing the service of finding IMDb reviews here this week, uh, trying to find uh, something from nothing with this movie because it is pretty uh, underground. Um, thank you all for listening, and we will see you next week on a mini episode. So you can bring up any of your points about flight school. You can also talk to me about your life. Uh, you can hear a little bit of Jason and I do some core talk, all this and more. Uh, and June, you actually have a special uh, mini episode coming out as well, right? Yes, I'm not, I'm not sure exactly when it's coming out, but we are going to, I have a very special conversation that I just recorded um, this past week uh, with some of my Jane Club um, conspirators, the people who have helped create the community with me, our chief equity and inclusion officer and our chief community engagement officer. So we have a really great conversation specifically around community and um, diversity and equity and I thought it was really great. So I'm excited to share it with everyone. So much going on. I, uh, I can't wait to get into more about this movie. Maybe even give me a recommendation of another movie like this that we could talk about. So we'll see you next week on a mini episode. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.